0: Do you feel lucky? Do ya? I may be paraphrasing, but anyway, we're going to do some more AFI movie quotes today, and we're going to talk about our favorite musical performer when we were a teenager, even if it's embarrassing. You and I are going to have a chat about that and a whole lot more on Stay Awake While Driving, which is what this podcast is. Introductions tend to get boring and put you to sleep, which is the opposite of what we want to do, so let's cut it short and just get started. Okay, five-word challenge today. You may be feeling like you're in the weeds until the last word, but don't give up hope, okay? That's my advice for you today. Here's the scenario. I give you four, 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 five words to memorize. See, I just upped the ante. Five words for you to memorize by the end of the podcast. I'm going to give them to you. You can put me on pause and say I'm over to yourself a few times, and we're going to come back to them later in the episode. But These words have something in common, and that's the part I think you're going to feel a little bit lost on until the very last one, okay? Then you have a shot at it. Here we go. First word today, and actually this time around it's all names. The first name is Beatrice, Beatrice, B-E-A-T-R-I-C-E. The second word or name is Cleopatra, the third word. Word slash name is Cordelia, Cordelia. Fourth name, Miranda. And the fifth name is Juliet, Juliet. So we have Beatrice, Cleopatra, Cordelia, Miranda, and Juliet. Memorize those by the end of the podcast and tell me what they have in common and you get points for all of the above. And points are worth absolutely nothing. We haven't done this segment for a while. It's the figure out what movie quote, what movie this quotation is from. It's the AFI American Film Institute's 100 top most wonderful movie quotes of all time. I'm going to give you the line. You're going to tell me the movie. Let's start with... You gotta ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do ya, punk? What's the movie? Dirty Harry. By the way, you get a point for each of these. You get correct, and you, of course, know what points are worth. Next line is Houston. we have a problem. That would be Apollo 13. Next line is, It's alive! It's alive! That does get quoted a ton. Do you know what movie it actually came from, though? The movie was Frankenstein, the 1931 version. The next line is, and it's the very last line of the movie, if I recall correctly, Well, nobody's perfect. The movie is Some Like It Hot, which actually, I find that to be a very provocative line for the time, 1959, when that movie came out. And eh, watch the movie again. It's about these guys in drag. Anyway, next line is Stella! Hey, Stella! That movie was, is, A Streetcar Named Desire. How about this one? Here's the line. I see dead people. That comes from The Sixth Sense. That was Haley Joel Osment's first big role. I I don't want to spoil things for you, but that movie, I don't know why I didn't see the end coming. I'm going to watch that one again sometime soon. Next line is, We'll always have Paris. That is not how it's said in the movie. We'll always have Paris. Okay, <laughs> it's not said like that either. What movie? Quick, quick. Casablanca. Right. I'm not doing Humphrey Bogart well. The next line is plastics. The answer to this one is The Graduate, which is not the same line as the one from It's a Wonderful Life where it's the ground floor plastics. Anyway, the next line is We Rob Banks. I don't know if I'd get this one. That was Bonnie and Clyde. You'll get this next one, and we'll, we'll end it on this one today. My mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. And that is from, of course, Forrest Gump. Let's go back and review the five-word challenge today, which are names this go-round. They are, again, Beatrice, Cleopatra, Cordelia, Miranda, and Juliet. And what do those words or names have in common? Today for a memory prompt, we're going to talk about favorite musical performers from when we were a teenager. I just had to pause there because, first off, do you even like thinking about when you were a teenager? I have a real tough time for parts of all my memories surrounding being a teenager. So again, I don't like to try to draw the negative in these memory prompts. We're trying to think of mostly positive things because A, that's just a lot less anguish. B, that will probably tend to make you want to participate more. And the point is to keep you participating actively to keep your brain going for the driving. The point is it's teenage stuff, eh, Dicey right? Let's try to hopefully find something in there in your memory banks of some musical performer that maybe had a positive impact on you that maybe you can extract from those cringe worthy teenage memories. Don't just say, for example, oh, my favorite musical performer was blah. That's not the point of this exercise. It's more like my musical performer of choice was blah. Here are some of my favorite songs that they sang. Maybe you can even sing some lyrics for me that you remember. And then tell me why. Why? Why do you think it was that you were so drawn to the music of this performer, the sound of this performer, how they performed on stage? Did you ever see them in person? Did you watch music videos Because at a certain point in time, music videos were a huge deal. I mean, I guess they still are, but in a different way. Do you remember, for example, MTV and it became a big deal? So for some of us, depending on our age, the music video kind of almost... mm, The MTV culture became a thing which was almost a separate entity So if you have a real strong connection to something to do with the music video or MTV, tell me about that. Alrighty, enough blah, blah, blah from me. Your turn to blah, blah, blah. Say it out loud. Put me on pause, of course, and tell me your story. If you need some inspiration from my end of things, or if you just want to hear my teenage good time stories, I'm going to tell you about my favorite musical performer, who was Melissa Etheridge. If you know me and you know Melissa Etheridge, then it all makes sense and you can just write it off as, yeah, okay, fine, that makes sense. She was one of the first first people in in musical rock and roll mainstream stuff that came out of the closet and still was a success. And I honestly, though, did not know that about her when I first got into her music. It just transpires that I am... We have that in common, not the being able to do rock and roll. But in retrospect, it kind of makes sense because I was really queuing into her lyrics. I'm very, always a very lyric-oriented person, and all of her songs were like, uh, you, you know? Sub- the subject was you rather than a he. So it was kind of that ambiguous state of lyrics, which really I cued into, and I'm like, hmm... She had an album come out, Yes, I Am, that became the huge mainstream hit of hers first. But she had put out a bunch of albums before that. I had heard some of that music, and then I really got into Yes, I Am. I'm the only one. Come to my window, things of teenagers are like, oh. <laughs> yes, I Am is the title of the album, and Yes, I Am is the title of a track. I try. See, I'm, like, wanting to vomit because of the whole teenage, like, crush, crush, crush stuff. I managed to get tickets to see a show of hers just, just before that became an enormous sensation. And she had to fulfill the engagements that she had already booked, including this gymnasium. I'm not kidding. It was a gymnasium. (laughs) I had somehow gotten tickets— I don't remember how. And, of course, who did I take with me? My brother. I took my younger brother because I was afraid to go alone and I was afraid to ask anybody else. So we went to this concert at a gymnasium in these folding chairs on the floor, and it was phenomenal, and she was amazing and put on such a good show. And it was it was to her credit because she had become really huge and... I'm sure she was just so tempted, if not contractually obligated, to blow places like that off at that point in her career. I went to see her a couple years after that when Your Old Little Secret came out, and it was a huge amphitheater sort of situation, and it was completely a different feeling altogether. It just is, you know. It just is. It's a different—it's not the intimacy of a gymnasium. Still enjoyed the show, and she puts on a heck of a show, but— there it is. There you go. See how cringeworthy my story was? Those teenage crush things. Feel free to share yours with me. I'm not going to judge. I I can't. (laughs) I can't. I'm, I'm in a glass house. I can't throw stones. Alrighty, tell me your story if you haven't already. If you have already, and now I've inspired you to tell another one, please feel free. You can have more than one favorite musical performer when you were a teenager because teenagers are fickle, and one year it can be this person, and the next year it can be that person. Otherwise, we're moving on to, well, I think we need to do some trivia. Trivia. <laughs> Speaking of music, in the Bachman-Turner Overdrive song, "Taking Care of Business, what time do you take the train into the city? 8.15, 8.15. What is the fastest land animal on Earth? A cheetah. What was the first name of the character played by Michael J. Fox on the sitcom Family Ties? Alex. Name the band whose album titled The Wall was the best-selling album of the 1970s. Bet you know it. Pink Floyd. Name the golfer, nicknamed the Walrus, who won the nineteen eighty-two Masters. Craig Stadler. What was the first name of the oldest daughter in the Anderson family in the classic sitcom Father Knows Best? Betty, who was the host of American Top 40 from 1970 to 2014? Speaking of musical artists, he counted them down every week. I'm trying to do Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem is the answer. They still play him on some radio stations, even though he has sadly passed away. They rerun them. May 4th is considered a day of celebration for fans of which movie series? Or franchise? Or phenomenon? May the 4th? That would be Star Wars, of course. Cinco de Mayo celebrates an important Mexican military victory on May 5th, 1862, Which country did the Mexican army defeat that day? France. Name the gymnast who won five gold medals while representing Romania as a 14-year-old at the 1976 Olympics. Nadia Comaneci. What sitcom aired on ABC from 1986 to 1993 and was based on a rocky relationship between two cousins named Larry and Bulky? Perfect Strangers. And which American city is often referred to as Motown? Detroit. And that is trivia. Boy, we had a lot of music-related ones in there today. Give yourself a point for each one that you got correct. And we're going to wrap it up today with the five-word challenge. More opportunities to get points here. Please tell me those names. There's your hint to jumpstart your memory. Please tell me those five names that you memorized right now. The names are Beatrice. Beatrice. Cleopatra, Cordelia, Miranda, and Juliet. Did you figure out what they have in common? If you said something along the lines of they're all female characters in Shakespeare plays, you're absolutely right. So Beatrice, much ado about nothing. Cleopatra would be Anthony and Cleopatra. Cordelia was from King Lear. Miranda, that's a toughie, the Tempest. And then Juliet, of course, Romeo and Juliet. Good job. If you got all the names, you get five points. And if you got that they were all characters in Shakespeare, then you get yourself another point. And that's going to be it for this episode of Stay Awake While Driving. Hopefully, we have managed to succeed with that mission. And as I record this episode of Stay Awake While Driving, it is heading into, well, we're here. It's the iffy road condition season. If you are driving on iffy roads because of precipitation of the snow kind, generally speaking, or sleet. I'm thinking of you extra special lots. Please have a safe trip and we'll talk again soon, okay? Until then, drive carefully and take care.